With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Back again from the dead. The XFL has returned. Well, it's not yet here, but it's going to be here. You just wait. What's old is new again. Back around it goes. Vince McMahon in a gala announcement. Mr. WWE himself announcing that the XFL is back, baby, back from the grave. They have risen, and they will launch playing football in the year 2020. It is going to happen. It is going to happen. So, now, you probably knew about that. I'm going to assume that you knew about that. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. But do you know the details? Perhaps not. Perhaps you don't know the details. Now, Vince McMahon claiming that he is still in the developmental stages of the XFL. So he's got the money, but they don't have all the the insight into this. They're, they're working on it. It sounds like a democracy, which means what's the the, the fan base, the, the crowd, if you will, to decide uh, what's going on here. Uh, now, he, he did mention a few generic statements, a few generic statements about this. Now, Vince McMahon declared that it's all about the customer. It's all about the customer. We're going to give the game of football back to fans. I'm sure everyone has a lot of questions for me, but I also have a lot of questions for you. you. In fact, we're going to ask a lot of questions and listen to players 
coaches, we're going to listen to medical experts, technology executives, members of the media, and anyone else who understands and loves the game of football. Well, you've come to the right place, Vince. I will be an advisor to the XFL. I will give you free advice here on the radio. And my, <laughs> my no, no. My first question is, what the hell's going on with his voice? Right? Didn't he? I don't. I, I don't. Is something okay? Okay, there. I don't know what's going on. Like I remember him sounding differently. Now I haven't heard Vince McMahon talk in a while. But has he? Is this how he sounds now? I don't remember him sounding like that. Is everything okay with Vince? I hope he's all right. I hope his health is fine. Uh, but he, but wait, there's more uh, from the grand poobah of the XFL. And uh, he said he, you know, it's, it's all about the fans, right? Because you got to say, hey, it's all about the fans. Well, Vince also pointed out that it's, it's going to be football, but there's a catch to the XFL. We will present a shorter, faster-paced, family-friendly, ah. and easier-to-understand game. Don't get me wrong, it's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. Yeah, and, and so he mentioned several things. You heard some of them in that soundbite, right? He, he, he hit a lot of the, I don't know what, how to package, phrases or the terms that people have been complaining about that, you know, family-friendly, what the NFL would be family-friendly. Uh, he had mentioned no halftime as a possibility. They just keep playing uh, two-hour games. Uh, simpler rules, a shorter season. They play uh, a limited number of games. Uh, Ten games, I believe, was the number. But how many teams? How many teams? Vince McMahon, tell me, how many teams are going to be in this new Fugazi XFL? Give me the inside skin. He was going to be 25, 35. What do we got here? We intend to start conservatively with eight teams, oh. 40-man rosters, Ooh. a 10-game regular season, oh, and okay, yeah. postseason featuring two semifinals, and, of course, a championship game. Okay. That's good. So it, he's going to start with a 10-game season, eight teams to start. He got that. Now, fewer commercial breaks. Right? These are all the complaints that many have bellyached about the NFL. That the, the rule book is ridiculous. It's, it's insane that you need eight people standing around a television, and you still don't know what's going on. It's, it's absurd. All right, so they got eight teams, 10 games. Okay, we got that. All right, so, okay, but I'm an NFL fan, Vince. Why should I watch your crappy XFL? What's going to be so special about that? The most important thing that we learned with the older XFL and now the new XFL is the quality of the play. Quite frankly, uh, we only had a very short time in the past to, uh, to put everything together. We have two years now to really get it right. It's the quality of the play. Yeah, quality of the play. That's right. It's all about the quality of the play. No more strippers and hot tubs. Those days are over. We can romanticize. At least that's the plan at the beginning here for the new XFL. All right. Now, Vince, one of my favorite things about the NFL is when players hijack the national anthem. I get so excited when they make political statements and they kneel down during the national anthem. It warms my heart. My, one of my favorite moments last NFL season, Vince, was when Aaron Rodgers tried to get all of the paying customers at a Packer game to join a political rally at an NFL game. Please tell me, Vince, will you bring that element to the XFL? You're going to do it, right, Vince? As far as our league is concerned, it'll have nothing to do with politics. Oh, Absolutely no! Nothing, and nothing to do no! with social issues either. We're there no! to play football. We want no! really good football. And I think that's what fans want as well. When they tune in, I don't know that they want to be dealing with political issues. No, I do, Vince! Nature. They want yes! good football. That's what we're going to deliver. You heathen, Vince McMahon! I want my football players to protest! I need that!
I need those social justice football players. I need them. Damn it. Oh, wow, that's a bummer. All right, let's get into this. Now, the question, here it is. What are the odds that this rebirth of the XFL actually works? Let's let's play the odds game. Now, I will go first. I'm going to set the odds. I'm going to give this a 15% chance of being viable. 15%. That's a 150 hitter in professional baseball. Now, my viewpoint here is, is this. You've got venture capitalists, commodity trading, and the net positive. And I'll bind all these things together. Now, first of all, it is going to cost a whole lot of chicken feed uh, from Vince McMahon to get this thing going. Now, he's taken out a lot of money. He's made a lot, you know, tons of money, made an enormous amount of money. The WWE is very profitable, and Vince is the the grand poobah, the godfather of that. But you know, is it going to be enough to maintain the amount of time that is needed? You're going to be bleeding money for years before you turn a sizable profit. The plan, as Vince McMahon said, there was to have eight teams each with 40-man rosters. Now, n- nobody's going to own an XFL team. You're not going to see your favorite socialite billionaire own an XFL team. At least that's the plan at the start. They are all going to be run by the WWE people, the XFL slash WWE people. And while this appears to be Vince McMahon's plaything, he also indicated that he's not going to be running it day to day. He's not going to be the commissioner of the XFL. Uh, and as a venture capitalist, because that's really what this is about, you have to see results, right? Vince McMahon is investing his money in this, and he's got an amount of time where he is going to allow this to blossom. And if it doesn't blossom, then you got problems. Otherwise, you're just tossing a bunch of greenbacks into a wood chipper and you're just destroying your money. Vince McMahon is not a dope. He might sound like a dope, and you might think, oh, I'm not. I'm an adult. I don't care about wrestling. From a business standpoint, the other people that run professional sports leagues are jealous of Vince McMahon and the success of wrestling and how great that has been. But you have to have a massive war chest. Otherwise, the new XFL is going to be drowning in the sea. And there's no boats around. There's no nowhere to, to, to go. You're going to just sit out there and just going to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Now, secondly, one of the major problems with any of these upstart sports leagues, whether it's Ice Cube and his three-on-three or my guy, LeVar Ball, who wants to start his own minor league system, one of the, the big issues and sticking points here is that you have to get people to take you seriously. And if you think of this as a commodity trading situation, the sports landscape, if you think of it in the, the eyes of uh, commodities, the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NHL are oil, gold, silver, and copper. And everyone else is a penny stock. Right? Those big sports leagues, they have prestige. They are ingrained through generations uh, in the American sporting landscape. And, and they're blue-chip stocks. They're well-established. They have the ability to be profitable even when things aren't going great, they're able to make money. And they also have been given help by the federal government. Let's not underestimate that. But of the sports leagues that have started, now the WWE is an entertainment operation. They would be the most successful. But of the newer ones, you'd say the UFC, the ultimate fighting people have done uh, 
the, the greatest at making headway. But even the UFC has limitations. It's seen as a niche sport. It's a gimmick sport. And it's not, even with its success, for many it's not taken as seriously as the the other sports. I mean, you look at Conor McGregor's as a great example. He was a big star in the UFC, but he really wanted to make the money and become a huge, huge deal. He had to cross over to boxing because it, the UFC is limited. Now, the final word on this, the XFL coming back is a net positive. Vince McMahon knows entertainment. The man knows entertainment. The WWE is popular because it puts smiles on people's faces. The kids that watch the WNBA, even the adults, they love it. He understands pop culture. And as a result, as a think about all the changes that have happened. The WWE has been huge for years and years. And you're going back to the early 80s, uh, you know, changed names from the WWF to the WWE and all this had to. But they've continued to be a cash cow. But the, the, main, the main thing here, most importantly, is it keeps the pressure on the NFL. And it's certainly, to a lot of people, we'll see, wow, it's not competition. You know, the NFL is bulletproof. Nothing can happen to the NFL. But competition is never bad. It is a net positive. You're better off keeping the NFL on its toes. And many of the gimmicky things the XFL experimented with 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago, uh, eventually worked their way in to the NFL. Uh, the, the camera that's on wires that you see that NBC was so excited about. Everyone had orgasms at NBC because they showed the fog game between the Patriots and Falcons, I think it was, and, and they showed that overhead camera. That was like an XFL thing uh, years ago. Uh, they The nicknames on the back of jerseys, well, the NFL never has done that, or they haven't done it yet in games. The NBA, Major League Baseball ripped that off. That was an old idea from – Vince McMahon with He Hate Me. That's what they did years ago and all that. So there's some other things uh, as well. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take your phone calls. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It is not a newbie night, but that does not mean that we can't have new people call the show. So if you want to call and you didn't get in on newbie night, you can try to get in on this particular show. See how that works. Uh, and also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. At Ben Maller, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia, right there. It's uh, hanging out over there. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, well, Eddie, are you going to yeah. watch the XFL? Are you going to watch the. Uh, uh, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. What would it take for you to watch the XFL? What would they have to do to get you to watch it? It's a good question. I, I don't know. I, I you really. don't know. There's nothing they can do. Uh, no, it's got to be something they Well, uh, they're not going to pay me cold, hard cash, I don't think, uh, to watch. Uh, See, I'm going to give Vince McMahon some advice here. He's got to take a page out of the USFL from the old days. Well, I, I was a huge fan of that you league when that I was league. a young yeah. man, yes. But my advice here, you got to cherry pick a couple of NFL players. you got to come up with enough money. Take some of that WWE money and hijack a couple of name brand players from the NFL and well, that, that would help. And, they'll do and, it. They'll do it, Eddie, because they're mercenaries. And if the money's better in the XFL, they'll go to the XFL. Well, one thing the USFL also did, they got some pretty good college stars early on, too. So he's gonna. I think he'd have to get a few NFL stars and a couple of big college stars as well. Yeah, but you got to get a couple of headliners. You got, you're going to have eight teams. you got to get a couple of headliners. You, you can't have the rejects, only the rejects there. You can't do it. Now, what cities are going to get XFL teams? 
Where are they going to put teams? Well, you obviously would say, well, San Diego doesn't have an NFL team. You drop a, a team in San Diego. St. Louis lost the Rams. You'd put a team in St. Louis. Raleigh does, you know, is the big, biggest top 30 city, I believe. They don't have an NFL team. You could put a team there. Hartford, Connecticut, places like that. And those seem like no, no brainer. San Antonio could get an XFL team. Portland, I, maybe? Yeah, Portland, Oregon's another one. But I, like, you put one in Oakland. I don't know. If the Raiders are leaving. Put one in Oakland. <laughs> and, and have their colors uh, silver one, and black. Yeah. <laughs> put one in Vegas. <laughs> get them there. Get them there a little bit quicker. Well, tw- yeah, twenty twenty. That's the they're not going to start for a couple years, but uh, yeah. And they got to come up with team nicknames. No Wildcats. Uh, none of that. No Maniacs. No. I would like to see the Memphis Maniacs come back. I was a fan of that team. That was my favorite team as a kid. I grew up loving the Maniacs. The big fan. I was devastated when they had to. They, they went away. Oh, ruined, I'm sure you, know, you were. Yeah. Ruined my childhood. Um, yeah, so I, 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 you got to be more creative with the nickname. You got to be more creative. Well, if there's anyone that can Cardinals, none of that. Giants, we've had enough of that. If there's anyone to give them nickname advice. We don't need any more Bulldogs. We're good with the Bulldogs. We have enough Bulldogs. Uh, We can move on from that. Uh, Again, when when I become in charge of all of this, there will be no doubling down on nicknames. There will only be one college that's called Bulldogs. There will only be one school that has a mascot, the Wildcats. And we'll just have to come up with some more creative nicknames. That's what we have to do. All right. Uh, we'll take your phone calls. You know the number. I've given it out. And uh, later on, the people have been very interested, Eddie, on yeah. the uh, the war. It's, I think, yes. the Fourth World War, spats with shats. This has taken a very interesting turn. Yes. Uh, he tried <laughs> to get me fired um, from a place with I a, don't work. With, yeah, with a very interesting <laughs> move. Yeah. Uh, uh, we will give you the list. That's going to be coming up next. I'm promoting ahead, Eddie. Next hour. Okay. I was uh, going to ask you about that. Yeah, there's some new developments. I'm still getting – people are sending me messages so, here. Yeah. He, he had a tweet um, that is a real head-scratcher. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's, you know, his memory's going a little bit. Uh, he's he's an older guy. Yeah, and he's, he's clearly – his memory and reality are two different things, it appears. What actually happened and what he thinks happened – are two polar universes, kind of like when he was riding the USS Enterprise around, right, yeah. and you know he he'd go in different. You he know, went into like a wormhole, exactly, or something, some exactly. Kind of, uh, like yeah, I think that's exactly time what loop or something. Bingo, yeah. yes. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Now we left you hanging yesterday. I hate doing. It. I hate doing that. We left you hanging yesterday. The the melodrama surrounding the show here, and it, it it's us versus a pop culture icon. So, of course, the little overnight show that could will win. But you might have missed yesterday's show, and you you, you got to be up to speed on this. But I'll give you the latest. Now, I'm not convinced whether this is number four or number three. It might even be number five, but it is the latest chapter in Spats, with Shats. Now, the, the Maller Militia, a hardworking group of civilian fighters for justice and truth in sports talk radio, they have gone to combat here to defend my good name. Now, William Shatner plays a, well, he used to play, he used to play a TV tough guy, Captain Kirk, but he's acting like a snowflake on Twitter. Now, all those voyages back in the day on the USS Enterprise, Checking out those new, odd worlds, the strange worlds out in the cosmos. Boldly going where no man has gone before. But it turns out, as in his older age here, Captain James T. Kirk 
he might be fine seeking out new life and new you know civilizations and whatnot on television, but he has met his match with the P1s of the Ben Maller Show. Yet again, William Shatner was triggered by regular, hardworking, salt-of-the-earth listeners to the third shift uh, radio program here, the Ben Maller Show, our late-night show. And just by simply using my name, referencing my name and the word hello, William Shatner attempted to have me fired. That's right. William Shatner attempted me. He went out of his way on social media. I'm not making this up, even though I'm blocked by him. Shatner attempted to get me fired from my job at ESPN Radio and Disney. Uh, He did. Uh, So I want to talk about this. Now, fortunately, Disney released a statement, and ESPN released a joint statement declining to fire me. They chose not to fire me, possibly because I don't work for Mickey Mouse, possibly because I don't work for them. Now, nevertheless, despite that, Shatner, when I when I saw his latest comments a few hours back here, I, I don't know how else to take it. Other, he's he's it's slander, slander. Uh, he responded to P one just bad enough, who asked William Shatner to call the show, our show, and he he said all the BS will stop. And and, and I don't even know if it's true at this point. I mean, if Shatner called up right now, I don't know that this would stop. I mean, maybe it would, but I don't know for sure. Well, Captain Kirk then snapped again. Again, he snapped, and he then gave this story, which isn't true, and he I believe it's still up there. I don't don't know. People have been sending me screenshots here because I can't actually see it because I'm blocked, but... Uh, Captain Kirk said, why, uh, Shatner declared, that's what started this. He was included, meaning me. He was. He won't say my name now because even saying my name causes him great bodily pain. Uh, so Shatner said he, meaning me, was included on a reply with Fred Dreyer, which is true. Uh, and then he took it as an invitation to invite me on his show. I dis I declined as I had no idea who he was, which is a lie. And then Shatner said his fragile ego got bruised and he demanded I come on the show. That's when I blocked him. That last part, completely made up. Not true at all. Slander is what that last part is. Uh, William Shatner is dead wrong. Uh, here's what really happened. Uh, I, I did say, hey, you should come on my little radio show tonight. I'm a friend of Fred Dreyer. Now, Fred Dreyer's an actor. You might not know who he is, but Fred's been on television for years off and on. He was TV's Hunter, and he's a friend of the show. We've had him in here. Uh, he's a good guy. He was an NFL player, number one pick in the NFL, but he's had a long, successful career in Hollywood. Now he does some radio work, Fred. And so... I sent that out. Now, Fred Dreyer responded that night. I have it right here. He responded that night. I went back in the archives. Fred Dreyer that night responded and said, Bill, meaning Shatner, we should go on with Ben. What's your availability? Let's consummate. Bam. So so this idea somehow that I, uh, I according to the, the latest words, I demanded that Shatner come on the show is just not true. And for those of you that are new to the show, and, and we pick up new listeners. People work the third shift. Maybe you didn't work the third shift a while back. Just to give you a timeline for reference, 
Like, this is not something that just started. I mean, it's absurd how long this has gone on. Uh, so I, I went back in the in the archives, and I looked, and the original contact with William Shatner happened May 7th, 2015. It has been almost a 1,000 days that this has been going on. We're talking about well over two years. We're getting closer to the three-year mark now. And during that time, there have been three or four blow-ups that have happened. The most famous one was in, in June of 2015 when I had the balls to ask Shatner who he liked in the Stanley Cup final that year. The Lightning were playing the Blackhawks. Uh, I asked both him and Fred Dreyer. Fred Dreyer, who's a human being, uh, he answered, no problem. Shatner, who's a total dink, uh, he did not write back. Uh, instead, well, he didn't give me an answer. He said, I muted him, checkmate. That was his response. And uh, and then it, it escalated uh, from that particular point. And what, what we did, the reason it escalated, uh, I came in here, we talked about it on the show, and I asked my staff what we should do, uh, my senior advisors here, my commanders, uh, my my guy, Eddie Garcia. I said, Eddie, what should we do? Eddie said, I believe the words were, release the hounds. Uh, those were the words that he said. We released the hounds. The Maller militia members attempted to, to chat with Shatner, and then that caused problems, and it was the Trekkies versus the Maller militia. We had our own social media civil war that took place, and it was a bloodbath. Good people got blocked. Good, hardworking people lost access to William Shatner's Twitter account. It got ugly. It got. I mean, there's nothing worse than fighting a Trekkie. I mean, it's just, they just don't get what we're all about here. So we lost some good soldiers in this battle, uh, the Shats versus, you know, Spats versus, with Shats. We, we lost some good people. And, and Shatner... His reactions are just outrageous. I mean, it's like a total wackadoodle here. It was so amusing. We've told the story before, but it's worthy of telling again. In the middle of that, Shatner was so upset that he wanted to block anyone even remotely associated with our radio show, and he was in such a frenzy. He's going nuts. He actually hit the wrong button a few times, and I, as God is my witness... Instead of blocking some of the listeners, he started following like factory workers, security guards, truck drivers, you know, guys with like seven followers. And William Shatner, who's got two and a half million followers, is following you know, the, the guy making donuts at three in the morning for the morning rush. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. Uh, and, and then after, like, things calmed down for a while. Things calmed down for a while. Uh, 2016, there were a couple of minor, minor blowups, but nothing major, nothing major. And then in March of 2017, on the council of Danny G Radio, there was another battle that was consummated because Danny G reminded us that it was William Shatner's birthday. And so I felt bad because we hadn't talked to Shatner in a while. I felt bad. I was like, okay, well, listen, this is, we gotta, we gotta be good. We're, we're adults. We're grownups here. So I can't say happy birthday. So why don't you guys say happy birthday for me? So I thought that was a polite thing to do. What, what could possibly I didn't say be a jerk to him, be a schmuck to Shatner. I just said wish him a happy birthday from the Ben Maller Show. And a number of people did. And Shatner, uh, on his, I think it was his 85th birthday, is blocking members of the Maller militia. 
He and, and the funniest thing was there were guys taking screenshots, and one of the screen you know, on Twitter when it's your birthday they have these like balloons that go up, you know, when it's your birthday on your Twitter page. And so the guy took a picture of, of Shatner's Twitter page on his birthday, and it, it said blocked, and then it had the balloons. It had it had the balloons going up. I guess that was his 86th birthday. I guess I don't know. He's, he's supposed to be 87. Uh, and that was my favorite image of all this. If there's one image that can sum up what this is all about. Well, that and, and the, the guys that were getting followed, that were their minds were blown. They were like, Ben, Shatner just followed me. I'm, I'm working security at the Mini Mart, and I got William Shatner that's following me, and it was, it was hilarious. It was absolutely uh, hilarious there. Uh, so let's get into this now. Uh, the latest chapter, I just told you here, he tried to get me fired. Uh, there was a, an incident September of last year where he said, F that clown. Uh, he said that about me. Uh, and, and so the question is, how should we proceed? This is a, an allied forces meeting. Uh, there are several options that we have, uh, with several things that we could do. We could always just forget about Shatner and move on. I mean, the guy's 86 years old. Uh, he's, not, he's not doing much. Uh, we can move on. We could attempt a peace treaty. Uh, we can do that. There are other options that we have. There's other avenues that we can go down as well. Uh, I can re-engage uh, with, with Fred Dreyer. Uh, Fred is friends with William Shatner. We could go down that avenue if we want to go down that road. Fred's a friend of mine, and he listens to the show sometimes, and so we could certainly do that. Uh, but we have to decide something here. We have to decide something. Because when you try to take another man's employment, which William Shatner did with my job, I don't take that lightly. I doubt. And you are on my S list. Okay. You are on my S list. Uh, years ago when I started in radio, I was a reporter, a, uh, a, a sports writer who didn't know who I was, uh, did not know who I was, after like a week on the Dodger beat, tried to get me fired. Uh, he went to my employer. I was working for the Mighty 690 in San Diego. Uh, but it was a superstation, so I, I covered the Dodgers at that, uh, that time. And... He tried to get me fired, and I found out about it. And the boss, like the guy, the boss that I had at the time, laughed and said, "That's hilarious." But and I, for the rest of this guy, the guy's dead now. Thank God he's dead. This guy. Uh, I'm so happy when he died. I danced. Uh, but I, for the rest of for the rest of my time, every time I saw the guy, I knew he didn't know I knew, but I knew I knew he tried to get me fired. All right, so the Ben Mather Show on Fox, Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. <laughs> The, uh, should we read The Art of War again, Eddie? Right. What should we do here? Uh, uh, give me some advice. Well, Logistically, I, I, what I, should we do here? I, uh, I did go on to, I have a, uh, a second Twitter account for, oh. the, for the podcast that I, that I uh, have. Like ho- Kevin, hockey, Dur- Kevin Durant. Not really. It's oh. The Hockey Podcast has a Twitter account. So I logged into that, and I went to see if the tweet is still up from William Shatner. Yeah. And indeed it is. The tweet is still up where he explains his interesting version of how this all went down. Which is, uh, for, as, as far as I can know, is a complete fabrication. But so you have never asked him to come on the show. Is that accurate? Uh, no, I did ask initially Shatner and Fred Dreyer both to come on the show. Okay. And Fred Dreyer was going to. Uh, he he was all for it. And, and, and Fred, William Shatner, did he ever say no, thank you, or I, I don't want to? Was there any response to that at, at all? Well, no. The the way it went down, and I I said it in the. In the monologue there, yeah. but I in, I invited uh, Sh- Shatner on originally, and I said you should come on my little radio show tonight. I'm a friend of Fred Dreyer, and Fred uh, Shatner didn't respond. Dreyer, Dreyer responded, 
and said, Bill, we should go on with Ben. What's your availability? Let's consummate. That was Fred Dreyer as a middleman trying to make it happen. Okay. So yeah. his, his recollection is completely false on no, this No, and it's thing. all – it's still available. The, the tweets are still – if you go back in the archives and you search out, you can see them all there. They're all there. So what do we all do right. now? What's, I, the, I, what's the next move? What's the play here? <laughs> I'm looking at the tweet he sent out, and he, he used an emoji uh, of a man shrugging. That was his yeah. emoji. <laughs> what a great emoji that is. Yeah. When you use the man shrugging, that yeah. is uh, and you know obviously he's, a statement. You know he's listening right now. He's got nothing else going on. He's listening right now. His blood's probably boiling as he's little, listening. It's a little late for him. Like, I mean, nothing else to do. He can't sleep. I, well, I, did you see uh, he was on TMZ? I don't know if you're going to mention that, Coop, but uh, TMZ uh, had a story that he apparently called the police recently yeah. Because there was, a, he thought there was a prowler. But I thought he was a policeman. He's T.J. Hooker. That's, Why does he have well, to call the police? He's retired. He's a retired police officer. He's a former so. sergeant. He went back on the beat, Eddie. Yeah. Because his partner got killed, and he so, wanted, uh, you to, know, he wanted do, to get the bad are guys. Are you in his head? Do you think that you were creeping around his house now? Is he paranoid <laughs> yeah, about I, this? Well, somebody did mention. I got a I got a message yeah. from a guy that that wondered if I was going. There was a police report that would have been filed against me. But before, I saw like, a tweet yesterday asking if that was Nashville Danny outside. Oh, of yeah, that could have that could have been. Yeah, it could have been Nashville Danny. Coop, I interrupted you. Coop, you were going to say something. I apologize. Oh no, I was just saying. I think that any any shot at at like reconciliation here is probably out the door now that that weed man hippie is joined in and he's he's now currently attacking. Calling him an a-hole. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Weed Man's no, about no. peace. Oh, you thought I was going to say. I thought he was about love. And, uh, the, oh, no. He's a peace man. Hey, How? William Shatner, the Enterprise air pressure must have squeezed the humor out of you. <laughs> a-hole. <laughs> that's, no, no, that, I thought, I thought well, we, are we going to have a ceasefire? I, that's no. not a ceasefire. No. There's no truth, truth here. This is going to escalate. How apparently. can there be, though? He tried to get me fired Eddie, from my job at Disney. Fired. To, the man tried to get me fired from my ESPN yeah. job. He, he, I mean, he threatened to contact the FCC for that. Yes, the FCC. The, a, a violation of the Federal Communications Commission. Is there any way we can all get paid I mean, with by Disney also now since executives there are having meetings about the show? I know. I like that Disney had to respond yeah. about me to yes. William Shatner. I yes. love that. I, uh, and the uh, Disney guy yes. left his initials yes. on the reply. Just in case he wanted to, Shatner wanted to know who at ESPN uh, and Disney was replying. I like how formal the reply was, too. William. Ben Maller is not an employee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just fabulous. All right. So, so if you want to help us out, give us some advice. You can call us up, 877-99 on Fox. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller and Eddie. Now, we lost Blind Scott last hour. Yes, he quit I, I the heard. show. I know. We will be auditioning. Blind Scott's replacement. My theory, a new, a new blind yes, caller. We, my theory, when I do radio, I have to have at least one P one blind caller. And with Blind Scott quitting our show in a, in a temper tantrum, we have a guy that says I'll replace Blind Scott. Now, back in the olden days, when the show was really good, we had like three or four blind callers. We had Vision, one of my blind guys. We had Legally Blind Brett, uh, that just became Blind Brett. Uh, we had a lot of blind guys. But he he actually Miller. called uh, yesterday. Oh, did he? Yeah, but I, oh, I told oh. him it was newbie night, so he couldn't come. Oh, okay. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And the master of ceremonies, the Coop de Loop, Justin Coop. Ben, John Lynch says that the 49ers are absolutely working to get a long-term deal signed with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, Ben, if you were consulting with Garoppolo, would you earn... Would you urge him to sign a long-term deal or uh, force the team to use a franchise tag so you can maybe cash in some more later? This is a good question. The play for Jimmy G is to make the 49ers sweat. At least give the impression that you are not all in. First of all, Jimmy Garoppolo has all of the leverage. He's got all of the leverage. The Niners have anointed him Jesus Christ. He is the savior of 49er football. They have to. No other option. They must sign Garoppolo to a long-term deal. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. they got to sign him. Now, secondly, my professional advice is to threaten to play for the franchise tag. You force the Niners to toss in more moolah, which is a wonderful thing. Garoppolo is going to be schmoozing in the Bay Area with big shots at Google, Apple, Facebook, all these major Internet companies. He has to play the cards given to him. This is his time to cash in, and he knows if he just takes the franchise tag for a couple years, he could always go back to the Patriots when Brady retires. Next! Now, there were reports in the week that Dan Gilbert wants to sell the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ben, does this change your thoughts at all on whether or not LeBron will stay in Cleveland? Yeah, I saw this. It's going to have no bearing on LeBron. Let me tell you why I say that. Now, A, Dan Gilbert, he questioned LeBron James' manhood years ago when LeBron scattered off to Miami, right? And, and then when LeBron walked back to Ohio anyway with his tail between his legs because he said he had unfinished business with the Cavaliers. LeBron does not give a crap who the owner is of the teams that he plays for, as long as they're not openly racist, sexist, etc. Other than that, he's good, right? And beat LeBron James wants to cherry pick the easiest path for future success. Cleveland's roster is starting to rot a little bit, and so they're headed towards a seminal moment. LeBron will be the first guy to hit the escape button and run out of the burning building. He'll go somewhere with a younger core. That's what's going to happen. It doesn't matter who the owner is. Uh, Kim Jong-un can own the Cavaliers. If they had a better roster, he'd stay there. Next! Ben, the iconic Field of Dreams field was vandalized by a car this week. Bastards. Tire marks all over the place. Yeah. Ben, have you ever been the victim of vandals? Well, in a roundabout way, I have. I, I lived in uh, downtown L.A., just adjacent in beautiful Lincoln Heights, and it was a weekly ritual, Koopa Loop. Uh, the building I moved into got tagged every week by vandals, okay? And so it was it was to the point it was comical because we had a, a guy that would come and paint over the graffiti, right, to try to keep the, the building looking pristine. And so they hired a painter. They had to have a guy on call 24-7. And as soon as this guy would leave, within about three hours, the building would be tagged again. It was unbelievable. And so the problem, the, the way it affected me is they kept raising my HOA rate, and so I had to spend more money every month because of these scumbags. I guess, well, they call it either graffiti. That's what I call it. Other people call it street art. I call it vandalism. Uh, but, yeah, that affected me. All right, there it is. And I've had my car broken into a bunch, but that's different. Uh, Mallard of the third degree for the final time this week. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. Another win! A win for me! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Well, I think we're going to have the most cultured jokes is what we're going to have. That's what we're going to have. <laughs>
Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Jokes, 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 jokes. All right, very good. The way this works, I will read the joke. I will bounce the joke off. The man right over there, Eddie Garcia, he will then put a bounce pass back my direction. I will then take the bounce pass. I will then lay it up with the punchline. At that point, Danny G will play this. If it's funny, he'll play this if it's not funny. And if it could go either way, you'll hear this. I'm a big fan of Dick. <laughs> uh, I sure hope we don't have a lot of funny jokes on the show tonight. Uh, Sirius Sean is going to back lead off. I haven't heard from Dick and Dayton in a few weeks. I hope he's all right. Hey, uh, Sirius Sean, what do you got, Sirius Sean? First off, um, is uh, Weed Man there to laugh in the background? Uh, hold on. Oh, now you're requesting. Now he's making requests. <laughs> <laughs> he's, making, he's making requests. All right, yeah, Weed Man, are you there? You, you, you're being requested, Weed Man. Hey, I love son, you. You're my favorite. Make me laugh. Uh, all right. All right. This is so stupid. All right. Yes, go ahead. Serious Sean, my leadoff hitter. What do you have, Serious Sean? Right. Okie dokie. Yeah. What do you call a pirate that skips class? What do you call a pirate that skips class? I, I don't know. Captain Hookie. <laughs> <laughs> was it funny? All right. All right. All right. What Thank a you. phony yeah, laugh. That's, that's why you requested him. All He's right. a professional Thank laugh. you, Sean. All right. Take uh, care, friend. Good luck with your school. All right. There he goes. Serious Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a, a man in India, Eddie, was hit by a train. He was trying to take oh, no. the perfect selfie. He got hit by a train. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. I, yeah. Sounds like it went bad for him. It did. Uh, the guy says next time he'll stick to uh, eating Tide Pods. So, Matt sent that one in. Thank you, Matt. A uh, senator, Tammy Duckworth, will Ooh. become the first U.S. senator to have a baby in office. Is that, that right? Yeah. Huh. And also, she's the answer to a trivia question, Eddie. Eddie, the first politician to actually deliver a campaign promise. Ah. Right there. It's uh, from Mike. He sent that one in. Uh, thank you. Uh, Yankee free agent Todd Frazier met that, you know that thumbs down guy? Remember that guy from last baseball yes, season? Yes, I do. He I met think. him at an autograph show. Oh, that's cool. Frazier said he was excited to get the guy's autograph. It was really cool to meet hmm. him. You know. I'm a big fan of Dick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you there? What happened to Weed Man? Are you there, Weed Man? What? All right, there you go. Uh, the Air Force, Eddie. Air Force briefly canceled basketball yes. games due to the government shutdown. I know, against my Fresno State Bulldogs. It's not all bad news, though. Pres- oh. President Trump said it was the greatest defensive performance in the history of the, of the world. They didn't. Fresno didn't score, Eddie. They didn't score. Well, neither did Air Force. Yeah, all right. Uh, Coop, you got anything? Coop, Coop's offensive jokes of the week? Coopaloo? <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got three this week. Actually. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Do we need to do the disclaimer? Yes. Do we need to do the disclaimer? I don't think they're that bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember that when, roll the phone, the when the phone rings at noon and you're trying to roll over in bed and the boss is calling you. Remember that. What does Kermit the Frog use as a flashlight? As a flashlight? Ah. Uh, no, no. Okay. Okay. I don't. Okay. I don't. <laughs> it rhymes with mesh, Ben. Uh, all right. I, I don't know. I don't. Know. Canned ham. Never change, weed man. Right. Never change. All right, all right. All right. another yeah. one, real quick, yeah. real quick. Oh. What did the lesbian vampire say to her girlfriend? Oh boy, uh, I, I don't know. See you next month. 
Oh. 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 Sent in. Uh, that was see. from Sir Drinks a Lot, by the Sir way, Drinks in Iowa. Well, yeah. famous Sir Drinks, Drinks a Lot. Uh, I can't know. Some of these now I'm having second thoughts on them. All right. Uh, why is Angry Bill so good at Monopoly? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why is Angry Bill so good at Monopoly? He always robs the banker. Do it, Danny. Aww. Oh, that was That's not Eric. what we're looking for. Eric the Goblin King. Uh, why did Angry Bill have to move oh, from his home? More Angry Bill. I don't know. Why did Angry Bill have to move? His neighbor got a dog, and he has to stay 500 feet away. Uh, so he had a. What about a nine-year-old girl? Why? Can, yeah. Why can't Nashville? Why, why can't Nashville Danny get a pizza delivered to his home? I don't know. Why can't Nashville Danny get a pizza? Because the pizza guys don't deliver to your mom's basement. They don't do that. That's not. I'm a big fan of Dick. Eric. Sent that one in. Coop, you want to give your final lame joke? Sure. That my offensive f- joke? My yeah. first one was from Kurt from Earth, by the way. I forgot all to right. give him credit. Shout uh, out, Kurt. All right. So, you know, uh, Larry Nasser, uh, we just found out that his oh cellmates in, in prison, they're they're going to be uh, six six foot seven and, and five foot ten. Is that right? Yeah. yeah it, it looks like he's going to be performing on the uneven bars for a while. Good for him, the devil. <laughs> all, right, all right, yeah, all right. Calm down, everyone. Calm down here. Relax. Uh, uh, last week, the city of Philadelphia greased up the poles for with Crisco in the city. Right? Yeah, we know all about uh, them. Bartolo Colon said he was uh, apparently he was beyond himself here when he realized that all that fried chicken that would have been it never got used any with the Crisco on the fried chicken. Boy, I, del- I butchered I know, that one. I I'm sorry, Josh. I butchered that shut one. That ah, shut up. <laughs> uh, now I don't have time for the closer. Oh, no. I don't have time oh, for the closer. I butchered failed. that. Oh, my God. I lost. I- the journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke. No spit and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 